At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the show. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, one half of your hosting team. I'm in Vegas, of course, and, of course, out there in Boston on the East Coast is Josh Applebaum. Good afternoon, Josh. How are you? Good afternoon, Pritch. Doing great. We have two great guests today. Really excited to yeah. talk to our buddy Adam Burke, get into some nitty-gritty MLB talk. Hopefully he's got some new sabermetrics terms for us that we can learn today, Pritch. Uh, and then also Stephen Hennessy. So I'm really excited to talk to Stephen. Always a pleasure talking golf uh, with him. And I'm going to throw at him a Tiger Woods bet here, Pritch. I read today's uh, Visa newsletter. Uh, Got to sign up, vcin.com slash newsletter. But Maddie Humans hit on, I think, a perfect way to approach Tiger in the British Open. So, Pritch, maybe you and, you and I will dabble in this Tiger Woods prop bet. But overall, Pritch, we're grinding in the pentathlon. Yes. So we were 1-1 one one last night. Mm-hmm. We did get a nice plus money hit there with the Tampa Bay Rays. Eked out a .05 uh, unit profit last night. But I'm going to try to catch up, and we're both going to try to catch up to the odds-on crew. They've been great, 3-0 and so far. So they're leading here uh, pl- around plus 2.6 units. Mm-hmm. You and I, Pritch, you know, .88 units. So we're kind of right there. Uh, but I got to lament one thing. The Rays came through for us last night. But, Pritch, the L.A. Dodgers, oh, are you kidding me? In the seventh inning, you have bases loaded, nobody out. You can't get a single run across. They're mm-hmm. The closer there for 
The Cardinals also tried to give it up and walk a bunch of guys. And then Jake Lamb on a 3-0 count hits a fly ball to center. So I'm a little little bitter over the Dodgers letting us down last night, Pritch. But we're in the game. We're 2-1 with two days to go. And I'll just throw this at you. We were texting our run line play for today. Yes. Get ready for a possible reverse run line, Pritch. Right. We're going to be a, a, a grizzly, not just a bear today. We're going for a big plus money payout. That's right. They poked a bear. But, okay, if we're going to be a bear, go ahead and be a grizzly, right? I think you've said that before. <laughs> um yeah, man, I, I gotta get a I gotta get another device because of that game uh, last night, uh, Josh. You talk about you know the competitive juices flow like in these situations with the pentathlon, right? And uh, here we are, uh, the Rays coming through, and then okay, we could be three and zero certainly from a unit standpoint, depending on how our bet would have shaked out. I don't know if we'd be in the lead, but um, yeah, we're in fifth place currently. Peterson's doing a nice job right there. Follow the money's right there in third. A numbers game with Gill. Um, Right there in second, and then you got odds on too with Mike and, and them all. So, um, man, I, I can't believe the Dodgers did not come through in that situation. Bases loaded in the top of the seventh. It was right there for them uh, against a, a decent team out there in St. Louis. Yeah, and that's baseball for you, Pritch, in a microcosm, because I think baseball, you know, we're playing the sprint, not a marathon. It's a one-week contest, and again, this isn't the Circa Millionaire Maker. There's no million <laughs> dollars on the line, but as betters, I think if you want to be a better, you got to have a competitive nature. You want to, uh, and oftentimes it's, hey, we're going to try to beat the books. I think a lot of people approach it that way. I'm kind of different. I'm a contrarian better. I root mm -hmm. for the books, Pritch. You know, when the books win, contrarian betters do well. When the books get hurt, public does well. But I think when you're in this sort of contest here, you know, it's the sprint, not marathon, and Baseball can be so frustrating because, you know, you can on on any night, like think about the Baltimore Orioles, oh, right. they've won nine in a row. Uh, they're back at 500. They're one of the most profitable teams this year. Uh, but then what makes it difficult is today the line's going to the Cubs. So these are the little things you got to look at with baseball. But again, you had a day off. We had a lot of system matches. Bases loaded, nobody out. That first fly ball to center, and here I am, you know, again, we got to get to all the sweats for today, <laughs> but send him, Pritch. Send right. him in with that fly ball to center. Carlson bobbled one. What are you going to do? Dodgers let us down, but I'm excited to hopefully get back in the green for today. Yeah, I hope so. You know what? I'm not mad at the fact that two and one and, you know, lower left to upper right, Josh, that's what I'm all about, uh, certainly. So if you're following along at home, uh, whether you're following, it doesn't matter to show. Uh, I mean, you think about – 3-0 and to 2-1, and uh, a number of shows here. It's about that bottom left to upper right with your bankroll. Yeah, and I think, again, if we can eke out a profit, that's the goal. But not just a profit. We're trying to win this thing right. here, Pritch. So uh, we got to look ahead toward tomorrow as well. You know, we do have a, an opportunity with a prop bet. So we're looking at some maybe some K props tomorrow or, you know, will a guy get a hit or not. But I kind of like the way that we're doing a different bet type each day. So a total, a dog and a favorite, a run line today, a prop tomorrow. It's kind of, again, pentathlon, like if we're doing, you know, running, rowing, sprinting. What, what do they do? They shoot the, the archery thing here, Pritch. It shows that you, hey, if you want to bet baseball, you got to be able to try to find value in, in a bunch of different uh, types of situations. Yeah, I like the competitive spirit, too, that we have here at VEASAN. I mean, some some guys are upset. <laughs> some people are pleased. Uh, <laughs> but I love the competitiveness here at VEASAN. It's outstanding. Okay, let's bring in our guest. Uh, it's Adam Burke. Uh, he's sports betting analyst for VEASAN, obviously MLB lead writer here at VEASAN as well. Adam Burke, how are you? I'm good. Good to be here. Great to have you. Pentathlon, what do you think? Well, so far, it's kind of gone the way of the rest of the month of July for me in terms of MLB. I guess if you guys are Grizzlies, I'm a polar bear right now with how cold <laughs> things have been. But with that being said, I mean, from a strategy standpoint to me, when I lost my totals play on Monday mm -hmm. with the Padres and the Rockies over, over 11 and a half, and of course the game lands 11 thanks to a bunch of bad relief pitching, um, at that point, 
my philosophy changed. Okay. I, I became about taking more gambles, about trying for, you know, every bet is a hypothetical $100. So looking for the biggest profit potential I could find on the card mm -hmm. that made sense to me. So yesterday, for example, my dog, I was the only person to take this dog, was the Mets. And they were a plus 181 dog at Circa uh, against the Braves. And that was a two-to-one game for the most part, three-to-two game. And then the Mets gave up a couple of runs out of the bullpen, and you know the game kind of got away from them. But my thought process was, if you're already down in a five-pick sprint, mm -hmm. then you have to take some chances. You have to gamble a little bit. For example, today I'm playing an alt-run line with a team that's a small dog, playing them minus the one-and-a-half, just because, again, I have to try to maximize my profit potential to get back into this. And it'll be the same thing tomorrow with a prop, or I'll have to take some sort of long-shot prop. Again, you talk about contest strategies. They really differ, as Josh was alluding to, from the full-season grind. Right. So I've been trying to embrace that a little bit more, and you know, we'll see if it works out here with today's play. Adam, you're totally right, and I want to give some props. I don't want to jinx this. I'm sorry. I, you're, you look pretty good right now, Scott Seidenberg, but that's what Scott did today uh, for the look at. I, I was noticing here his play was a reverse run line on the New York Mets, so they were actually uh, Mets as a dog in this spot against the Braves. They're up 7-1, to one, but Scott did the reverse. Mets minus 1.5 at plus 205, so I think the whole point now is you know, when you start a contest like this, it's just, hey, I need a win. I got to get on the board, but then if you're up or down, maybe if you're up, you're a little more conservative. If you're down, you got to look for these bigger uh, payouts here in terms of a game theory so in order to catch up to them all and mike palm we're gonna maybe look at some of these bigger numbers like scott did with that run line reverse run line with the mets uh but adam i want to throw some games at you let's just start uh rolling in rolling them in here uh white Sox in cleveland guardians you know you're from cleveland here so you have great intel uh the white Sox had that team meeting and they've really struggled this year but today's game giolito against savali you did have a very short number like minus 110 white Sox opener They've now ticked up a little bit to around minus 115, minus 120. So it looks like a little bit of money here coming in on the White Sox. You do have a good system match, road favorite 60%. And when you're a road favorite who made the playoffs, the opponent didn't, you're 65%. But what do you think here, Adam? Is this a spot to grab Cleveland with a little plus money? Or maybe with that, you know, uh, that, you know, kind of a team meeting to fire up the White Sox, is that a short number to jump on the Sox at today? Well, I will say this. The pick for the pentathlon for me today is the Guardians reverse run line, minus one and a half, plus 205. So my I couldn't get there with a straight money line bet for the article, and I looked at this game for probably 45 minutes this morning, just looking at everything, every possible angle, everything I could consider about this one. Because when, since Aaron Savali came back from the injured list, he's been pretty good. Now, the results haven't always been there, but the stuff looks good. And furthermore, in his last four starts, facing Minnesota, Boston, New York, and Kansas City. So three pretty good lineups, plus a Royals team that's been decent offensively here of late. Savali's held right-handed batters to a 216 batting average, a 273 on base, 314 slugging. So I look at that against a right-handed heavy White Sox lineup, and I think Savali can have some success tonight. The interesting thing about Lucas Giolito, he's a right-handed pitcher, but righties on the season are basically Bryce Harper against him. That's how good right-handed batters have been against Lucas Giolito. The problem is, for the Guardians, most of their productive offensive players bat left-handed or are switch hitters, mm -hmm. like Jose Ramirez, like Andres Jimenez. Josh Naylor comes from the left side as well. So I couldn't get there with a money line play. However, I do think that this Guardians lineup that doesn't swing and miss a lot, doesn't strike out a lot, can put balls in play against Giolito, who's had really bad command throughout the course of the season. So 
I think this is kind of a boomer bust thing. Either the Guardians, you know, lose a close game, win a close game, or they end up winning this game by multiple runs. So I couldn't get there with a bet of my own. No. But that was my thought process for the pentathlon wager today. Yeah, Giolito came into the season frustrated, too, because of the whole arbitration situation that he was mm-hmm. going to go through. But um, it's kind of carried over for the uh, underachieving White Sox, too. Uh, it's very, very interesting to see what happens right there. Uh, I do want to ask you about the Dodgers uh, and a rebound situation with Gonsolin on the bump against St. Louis. St. Louis, to me, is riding some mojo at home. Uh, and it's incredible, really, to see that in, in that divisional race, too. But Gonsolin has been incredible. Minus 150 for the Dodgers, eights the total. Yeah, so one of the angles I've been looking at throughout the course of the season here with St. Louis is above average or better right-handed pitching they struggle against. And Gonsolin is obviously a well-above-average right-hander. I mean, he's the guy kind of leading right now in that Cy Young race. The thing that made it difficult for me to lay the price here with the Dodgers today is that Adam Wainwright is very, very good at home. His home road splits are very pronounced. They stand out in a very big way. But that being said, Gonsolin's a guy who is overperforming a little bit right now. I wrote about that this week in the regression report in Point Spread Weekly to the point where I think it's a big number to lay. I thought about lay, I thought about taking the under because Wainwright's been so good at home. Also, the first five under was a consideration. But you know, it's been kind of warm in the Midwest too, and you know the ball does travel a little bit better in those conditions. So got close to a couple of things in that game. Dodgers bouncing back. That's certainly a possibility. But I couldn't take anything in that one. Adam, real quick, I got to get your temperature. Throw this at uh, Pritch, a very short one here for Adam. AL Central, White Sox, does this closed-door meeting give you any juice to bet them? I know you're looking at them uh, for much of the year here, Adam. Right now, they're only five games back. They're plus 185 to win that Central. Yeah, I mean, I've been looking at this team for two months and, and just haven't felt like I've gotten to a point of being comfortable enough to fire on that future. But you watch the Twins day in and day out, and they're not that good of a team either. So, you know, the White Sox play a very weak second-half schedule. If they can figure this thing out now that they're healthy – then I still think that's a team that has a shot to win the Central, but I haven't been confident enough to bet it yet. All right, everybody, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted off specials, and much more. You're going to love the state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, it's 1-800-522-4700. We continue the MLB discussion with Adam Burke in studio. That's coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, <laughs> hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Summer Special is here and it's only $19 and you'll get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VSIN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. If you want the full VSIN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Points Red Weekly, use of our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at vcin.com slash summer. Well, welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America presented by Betham Jim, Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, your host with you today. So is our guest in studio with you today is Adam Burke, uh, vcin MLB analyst, sports betting analyst, covers everything, does a Outstanding job here for us at VSEN. And so I wanted to get to this news that broke earlier today about uh, Charlie Montoya uh, being fired. The Blue Jays, uh, Rosenthal had this uh, information right there. So the Blue Jays, uh, I mean, they're in the race. I mean, we think about from a wild card standpoint, uh, but I guess a change is needed. Uh, what does this indicate to you? And then more importantly, you got the Phillies uh, and Toronto going at it. Uh, Toronto minus 114.8 is a total. Yeah, you know, I think it's a really complex situation for the Blue Jays. First of all, expectations are very high. This is a team that's built to win right now, and they've struggled of late. You know, they've been basically a 500 or worse team for a while now. I think Montoyo's the scapegoat of a few bad decisions by the front office. They haven't really bolstered the bullpen enough. They've also had some bad luck on the injury front. There's really not much you can do about that. But I think the timing is extremely interesting here. A few days in advance of the All-Star break, the Blue Jays have only had three off days since May 30th. So they've been playing a ton of games. They're not deep on the pitching side. They're not overly deep on the bench either, which is why they've started to call some guys up from the minor leagues. They're just not built to play you know, whatever that would be, 40 games in, you know, 39 days or or whatever the case may be. They've had a couple of double headers in there as well. No team is really built for that, but the Blue Jays certainly aren't. So I think the timing of this is kind of strange. It almost feels like this was something that they kind of wanted to do anyway, 
and now they just decide to do it because maybe they had the excuse. But, you know, it's always interesting to see how teams kind of respond to this type of thing. And the reality is I don't know how the Blue Jays are going to respond to this, but, you know, like I said, this is a team built to win now. So I think this is kind of a shot across the bow to everybody. Mm. Adam, let me throw another game at you and talked earlier in the show about the Baltimore Orioles being red hot, having won nine in a row. Well, there's a team that's not quite as hot as them, but also a team that we didn't expect much of that's playing decent baseball recently, the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Pirates on the year, they're only 38 and 50, but this speaks to how they're always almost always contrarian and a dog and kind of one of those hazmat plays. Despite being 12 games under 500, if you bet them every game this year, you're actually up around $400. On the flip side, Miami, 41 and 45, a better record slightly, but you'd be down around $600 because, again, they don't have the, these as big of these juicy plus money payouts. So in today's matchup, Adam, we do have Brubaker here against Pablo Lopez. The Pirates have won the first two games of the series, 5-1, to 3-2. to two. They've won four straight, believe it or not. Marlins have lost three of their last four. This Open has a big uh, favorite here for Miami, like minus 180. They're down to minus 165. Do you have any interest in saying, hey, gambler's fallacy, the Pirates can't win again, maybe they can? Do you have any interest in the Pirates, a big plus money, or maybe are you eyeing the total here? It's seven, about minus 110 both sides. I am eyeing the total here, but I want to talk about the Pirates for a second because this is a team, they had a nine-game losing streak last month. Outside of that, they're 38 and 41. So they've been a very competitive team. There's some pretty good pitching on this ball club, and the offense has gotten better as they've brought some guys up from the minor leagues. Their contact quality's gone up. They're hitting for a little bit more power. This is a team that is on the rise a little bit, and a team that I think may end up being a good second half bet because they're not going to quit. Like some of the really bad teams, like the Nationals, the A's, teams like that. In this game tonight, though, while I think that there's some reasons to want to back Pittsburgh and the line move being one of them, because Pablo Lopez is a guy that when he pitches at home, his lines typically go up 20 to 25 cents overnight without a second thought. Mm -hmm. That didn't happen today. In fact, we're seeing money on Pittsburgh, as Josh mentioned. So that's a really intriguing line move to me. But the reason I played the total and I actually played the over seven in this one. These two guys are both giving up a lot of hard contact here of late. Pablo Lopez in his last six starts has given up 11 barrels, 43.6% hard hit percentage. We're not used to seeing numbers like that from him. So I don't know if there's something mechanical and underlying injury. It may just be because five of his last six games were on the road and his home park suppresses offense, but that wouldn't have much to do with contact quality. So there's something going on with Lopez where he's just not quite as sharp. And for Brubaker, same thing. His last four starts, hard hit percentage of 42.1% or higher. So I'm thinking there's some hard contact in this game with a low total, with a tired Pirates bullpen. A few of their primary relievers have pitched three the last four days. So I just figured, you know what, at seven, this is a little bit low. I mean, I think, mm -hmm. you know, we see maybe a 4-3, 5-2 game possibly, and then it's a push. But I don't really expect to see this game land on five or six. I think it has a much better chance at going over, and you could actually get reduced juice on this this morning at minus 105. You know, Adam, you talk about variance a lot on the show, and then also you mentioned, you know, Josh, we all, we all mentioned this, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to apply metrics, uh, saber metrics, if you will, too. So – I don't know if you can do that in Cincinnati and New York, right? I mean, you watched that game. We saw that game uh, last night. I mean, you can't even cap that situation uh, for Cincinnati to come, come out on top that way. Uh, but you do have the Yankees' huge favorite, uh, minus 320 on the board right there. I'm seeing minus 332. Eight and a half is a total. Is there anything within the metrics world uh, that can land you on the Reds in this matchup today? 
Well, in any way. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I think there's some natural regression for the Yankees, and I've okay. kind of talked about this in terms of their record in one-run games, in terms of their ability to win games when scoring two or three runs. Yesterday they scored three runs, they lost the game. Now, of course, we don't expect Clay Holmes to come out and pitch as badly as he did. That's a guy who had an ERA under one. Like, it's not sustainable for the most part right. for a lot of guys out there. So one of these types of games was coming, and some of these games were coming for the Yankees overall, and we've kind of seen that here a little bit of late. They've kind of tripped up against some bad teams. They haven't looked as good. You know, they had the uh, ugly collapse on Sunday Night Baseball against the Red Sox. This is just kind of going to happen. Maybe a few guys are getting kind of tired, you know, because, I mean, look, a lot of these teams have had minimal off days here of late. So I think it was maybe just one of those cases. But as far as today goes, I mean, the difference last night is Graham Ashcraft actually has some decent stuff. He throws hard with cut, has some swing and miss. Mike Miner really has none of those yeah. things. So this is probably a much better matchup for the Yankees offensively to where they should be able to get themselves five, six runs, give themselves a little more margin for error. Yeah. Adam, I got to get your take on the Baltimore Orioles. You mentioned them earlier, but I just think this is fascinating. This team that everyone thought was terrible, all these young players that they've drafted, drafted are starting to come up, and they're competitive. They're at the 500 for the first time, and God, feels like forever here. Maybe Buck Showalter days, Chris Davis days. By the way, he's probably still making $20 million, even though he's not playing. But let me get your take on this one, Adam. Uh, Baltimore and Chicago. This clearly looks like, to me, a, a sharp move on the Chicago Cubs. At our VEASAN.com bet splits, they're getting 37% bets, but 55% money. The Cubs open around minus 120. They're up to around minus 135. So the line is going to the Cubs. But is there any thought to the, the, the situation of, hey, the Orioles are hot. We're getting an inflated line. We're getting a plus 125. Do you say to yourself, okay, Cubs may be sharp, but I'm just going to take a value play on the Orioles playing great baseball right now at plus 125? So I definitely thought about taking Baltimore. And I think the thing about Baltimore is if the game is lined as a toss-up or they're a short dog, they're worth looking at every day because their bullpen is going to be better than the other team's bullpen unless they're playing, say, the Yankees or, or somebody like that. But Baltimore... I'll talk about this game first, then I'll talk a little bit more about Baltimore in general. I mean, you look at them tonight. Spencer Watkins is a guy that doesn't miss bats, 415 ERA, 542 expected ERA. You look at Justin Steele for the Cubs, and he's got a 413 ERA with a 332 expected ERA. So from a statistical standpoint, Steele looks a lot better than Watkins, a positive regression candidate, whereas Watkins is a negative regression candidate. That's why we see this line move here today and the reason why I couldn't take Baltimore. But looking at the Orioles as a whole – so they brought in Mike Elias and Sig Mejdal, who came over from the Astros. Mm -hmm. They're basically doing on the pitching side what they started to build in Houston, and they're starting it from the bullpen out. This has been a top-five bullpen all season long. They've got some converted starters like Jorge Lopez back there. This is why this team is so good, because of their pitching. Now the offense is coming around. Ryan Mountcastle, Austin Hayes, Adley Rutschman. The offense is coming around because they've got these guys that make better contact quality than the guys that they previously had. This Astros team, if Grayson Rodriguez, D.L. Hall stay together, some of their other prospects coming up through the pipeline, I think this is a team that can win the American League East by, say, 2025 or so. They're building in that direction. They have some money available because they haven't spent any for a long time. This is an Orioles team on the rise. This is not a fluke. I think they are a decent second half by, but this is a team that will be able to compete with the Bostons and the Torontos and the New Yorks of the world very soon. Oh, I love that right there. Uh, I'm going to love your answer too, If it, depending on how you answer this next question. Uh, asking for a friend if Otani uh, will have a regression uh, against the Astros tonight. 
You know, I, I think it's a possibility. I mean, what, what Otani has done from a pitching st- a standpoint has been absolutely incredible yeah. and very, very dominant. With that being said, he, he hasn't faced an offense like Houston's. Now, the Astros are watered down a little bit, missing Jordan Alvarez. That's a huge absence in their lineup, particularly going up against a guy like Otani. Mm-hmm. But we've seen a little bit of money come in on Houston today when Otani has been bet up in almost all of his other recent starts. I think that's a pretty good indicator for tonight. All right. See, Josh? Sitting pretty. Who's maybe. that friend you're asking for, Fred? <laughs> well, by the way, Team BAA. <laughs> Team BAA to pentathlon. We we got to play on reverse uh, run line situation with the Astros there. I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. All right. We don't hate you either. Well, Thank good. You so much. Thank for you. Being I'm here. glad you don't hate. Me. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we love having you here, Adam Burke, the great Adam Burke. Okay, coming up next, Stephen Hennessy, uh, Golf Digest Deputy Manager Editor. Uh, he's going to preview the Open. It's coming up next. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of Betting Across America is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a simpler way to experience nicotine satisfaction and enjoy lasting change all on your terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are fresher simpler way to enjoy nicotine that's helped millions of Americans uh, achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. I don't know about you, but there have been times in life where I, I need to make a change. Uh, I need to uh, know that I need to make a change, but but I wasn't ready yet. I mean, we're all that way, right? Uh, I'm sure a lot of smokers and dippers are out there can relate to that. Uh, certainly, Zen understands that there uh, isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. Uh, so whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zen will be there for you with the right strength the right flavor, all at the right time. If you're thinking of making a change and want to learn more today, check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So is our next guest, Stephen Hennessy, Deputy Managing Editor at Golf Digest. Stephen, how are you? Chris, I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thank you so much for your time today. A lot of people are excited about the Open, uh, Stephen. I, I want to get your thoughts on, uh, as from a betting standpoint, how to weight uh, recency bias because uh, I've heard from a number of experts in terms of uh, do you weight uh, recency form from majors, uh, from just tournament play, or in particular the Scottish Open recently on a Lynx course? Uh, so for you coming into this major, this Open, how would you rate recency form? Uh, would you go uh, more towards that recency there with that Scottish Open, or would you go further back and certainly uh, look at the experience factor in all the majors? Yeah, great question, Pritch. I think what we've seen in the past couple majors, it's become a huge trend that these guys who are playing well at the majors, peaking at the right time, um, that's what translates to success. And you also need a little uh, recent form as well. So I think nine out of the last ten major champions have had a top ten at a major in their past two or three starts, in addition to either a win or a top ten finish in their last three starts. So I think you have to look at both of them um, you know, when you're looking at the handicap, and I'm looking at all the majors that have uh, been conducted already this year, in addition to me needing to see uh, a little recent form. Also, if they didn't play the Scottish, um, that's okay. And also, you know, if they missed the cut at the Scottish Open, I don't think that's a huge deal, actually. Guys like Justin Thomas, he, he got an early look at the old course. He got to go over uh, 
from the Renaissance Club right to St. Andrews and, and get a little, a couple extra practice rounds in. So I, I think that actually was an advantage for uh, him and guys like him. Steven, it's great to always talk golf with you. And I'm like the Dos Equis guy when it comes to golf. I don't always bet golf, but when I do, I bet Tiger to make the cut. So I got to throw this one at you, Steven. The last two times <laughs> we've had you on BAA, that's been our go-to play, Tiger to make the cut. It's it's 2-0 so far in his last two uh, big tournaments here. So one thing I did notice is a lot of movement on Tiger to make the cut. At some of these shops, including Circa, he, was, he opened like plus 115, a very short dog to make the cut. Now he's up to minus 135. He's got a lot of familiarity here with this course, obviously, at St. Andrews. He won it in 2000 and 2005. He's like 100 to 1, and I know it's like, how do you not you know, throw five bucks on Tiger at those odds? But kind of what we've seen since his uh, terrible accident was, you know, sometimes he starts well, and then he tails off late. So uh, it's the same question I've asked you the last two times, Stephen. Should we be betting Tiger to make the cut? Yeah, Josh, we, we're 2-0. and We're undefeated. We, we might as well roll it back. Uh, like you said, a, a lot of line movement. <laughs> Uh, circa opening up at plus 115. I think it's around minus 135 or so. I'd still lay it. You know, you mentioned his history at the old course. He's had this date circled on the calendar, you know, just a couple weeks after his accident. He was telling his friends, this is where I'm going to make my comeback. I'm going to be playing the old course. Uh, and that was, you know, over a year ago. And we weren't even sure if he was going to walk again. But here he is. He arrived on Sunday and and they've had to kick him off the course. I think he's played, you know, over 72 holes in practice so far. He's been traveling all over. Uh, he went to Ireland with Rory McIlroy. He's been playing other courses. So it seems like he's in a good place physically. He skipped the U.S. Open just because he knew he wanted a peak here. So, um, you know, out of all the majors, I think the old course, being that it's a flat piece of land, given his history here, it actually suits him to make the cut. The best, it's going to be tough, and you know now you're laying minus money to do it. But um, yeah, I, I say he does it. I, I just can't see him playing his last Open Championship at the old course and missing the cut. There's no way he does it. So I, I'm on it, and you know, a lot of other people are with, with all that line movement, and I think rightfully so. Yeah, absolutely, Stephen. Let's look at the top of the board here. Rory took the week off. Uh, he fielded some questions. Uh, maybe under pressure a little bit about to live, and it's, it's certainly the controversy with the Open as well. But um, Rory, with the week off, you know, look, I, I mean, uh, he's the second best player in the world right now. Uh, could this uh, propel him? Like, I mean, he always, well, not always, but he seems to start off hot uh, and then falter a little bit. But uh, I mean, as a favorite right now, I don't know if he's a solid bet, but what do you think about Rory's chances here outright? Yeah, the eight to one number is a little tough, just because you know the top half of this board. I can see you know any of the twenty top guys getting it done. So that's a tough number to lay. If you could get like a ten to one, eleven to one, and I could probably stomach that. He's definitely the worthy outright favorite. Uh, he's also got great history at St Andrews. He opened with a sixty three uh, on Thursday in twenty ten. You know, a long time ago. Uh, Rory's, you know, been through a lot then. And then he shot an 80 in the second round, but he's got a bunch of low rounds uh, at the old course. In his career, he's played the Alfred Dunhill, which is a European tour event uh, conducted at St. Andrews as well. So, um, yeah, I definitely like his chances. I I'm looking at him in some matchups. Um, but, you know, just the, the outright numbers tough for me, but, you know, I can't blame anyone for, for laying it if you truly believe Rory's going to get it done. He just hasn't done it at a major, and it's been eight years now. Yeah. Um, but if there's you know one place for him to do it, he, he loves the old course. 
Steven, last question for you. During the pandemic, I got into NASCAR a little bit, and I remember there's a prop bet of like, you know, the winner, what car will they drive? Chevrolet, Toyota, you know, these different options here. I think it's funny in golf, there's an opportunity to bet, you know, who will be the top Englishman, who will be the top American, you know, who will be the top Canadian. So I just want to throw this one at you. I saw a big discrepancy. The top Australian, Cameron Smith right now, is plus 150. At OWGR, the official world golf ranking, he's number six in the world right now. The next closest odds are Adam Scott at plus 450. 50 he's ranked 46 right now so just your overall thought on kind of targeting these props is there value to these props and then also cam smith at plus 150 will he be the top australian yeah those are some bets to make that's kind of the nascar equivalent in golf um i'd like cam smith outright so you know i i probably would lay the plus 150 adam scott i also have a uh, a long shot ticket on him so he could certainly do it he's played great at opens in the past. We just haven't seen a lot of him this year. Um, I think John Rahm is the top Spaniard. You're, you're laying some juice, and I actually don't really love John Rahm this week, but at minus 150, he just doesn't have a lot of competition up against him. Sergio hasn't done much lately, um, and, and the other Spaniards in the field aren't too strong. So uh, that's probably where I would go in the uh, the international market. Oh, yeah, we're speaking with Stephen Hennessy, Deputy Managing Editor at Golf Digest. So we got to get some outrights from you, maybe some top 10s, top 20 uh, as well, Stephen. Uh, who do you like uh, in terms of those three categories here uh, for the Open? Yeah, my, my favorite outrights, Justin Thomas. I just think that number is kind of crazy at 22 to 1 just to play on that. Uh, you know, just won the, the PGA a few months ago, and I think this course really suits his wedge play well. He's great uh, in the 75 to 125-yard range, which is going to be crucial. Cam Smith, I talked about him. I'm on him outright. Tommy Fleetwood as well. He played the Scottish Open, um, and his ball striking numbers were immaculate. On the weekend, he's always a great scrambler, and if he marries that ball striking with the, the scrambling, he's going to be dangerous. He has also a great history at the old course, so... Those are my three favorite outrights. And then I'm actually fading John Rahm um, in some matchups. Rory McIlroy, minus 142 over John Rahm. Really like that. You know, Rory probably should be a little higher of a favorite given John Rahm's struggles the last couple tournaments. Uh, and then Jordan Spieth, plus money, plus 110 over John Rahm. Really like that. A uh, couple top 20s for you. I like uh, Taylor Gooch at plus 475. Um, the public sentiment's a little negative on Taylor Gooch right now because he's one of these live guys. He's made a couple controversial statements, but that's not going to stop us from making money at nearly 5-1 to one odds on a top 20. Taylor Gooch is a great ball striker. Uh, and then one more for you, Chris Kirk, plus 600. Kirk rates that really well for me, uh, short game, ball striking. Uh, he can surprise some people this week, I think, with the top 20. Oh, always love it. Uh, love your time. Love your uh, information, your insight as well. Stephen Hennessy, again, follow him on Twitter at S underscore Hennessy GD. Stephen, thanks a lot for your time today. Again, awesome, awesome to have you on. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the Open. You do the same right there. Uh, Josh, I don't know about you. You're East Coast guy, so you're going to be right in, in the wheelhouse of watching the Open. I got to stay up to midnight uh, if I want to watch the beginning of the Open here. And, and Pritch, we're going to do it again. Tiger Woods to make the oh, cut. Yeah. Steven gave us a little confidence there. Let's go, Tiger. Yeah, absolutely. Pull an all-nighter. Watch the Open <laughs> and come in and host BAA with you tomorrow. <laughs> that will be a sight to be seen right there. Okay, coming up next, best bets, including the pentathlon uh, and our reveal there with our run line pick. That's coming up next.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM is giving baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code VSIN200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 Moneyline wager on any game and either team hits a home run regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. MLB trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. It's a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification, eligibility requirements, rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-GAMBLER if you feel that you have a gambling problem. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So are you ready, Josh? Uh, Pentathlon. (laughs) Um, this, this took some thought uh, because of where we are. I mean, we're 2 and one I can appreciate the fact that our bankroll is going from the lower left to the upper right, but we're in fifth place. Uh, odds on, undefeated. They're in first. You got follow the money. 
uh, up there. Um, you got Greg Peterson up there in front of us too. Uh, so we got some work to do here. Uh, a numbers game, obviously they're in second place as we see the graphic here on the screen. So what did we come up with? I was doing duty on Lombardi <laughs> line. I couldn't really, uh, I gave some input, I did. Uh, but I think the strategy that we're going to employ is probably more important than looking for the best play on the board. Yeah, I think you're totally right, Pritch. And by the way, I'm sorry I was blowing up your phone while you, while you're doing Lombardi line, but I'm like, where's Pritch? Where's Pritch? We got to figure this thing out. But um, I would take a page uh, out of the book of Scott Seidenberg, and uh, you know, shout out to Scott because I thought he had a super sharp play today. Looking at the reverse run line with the Mets uh, again, they were a dog of like plus one thirty five. You flip them reverse run line, and remember, this is a spread, but oftentimes the spread is the dog plus one and a half at a minus number. You know, the favorite. Uh, you know, minus one and a half at a better number or sometimes a plus money number. So mm. game theory, you know, we are, we have a winning record. We should be proud of that. But if we want to catch, you know, the Amal Shaw and the guys, you know, at the top of the list here, I think we got to do what Scott did and make a bold play on an alternate run line. So Pritch, we're looking at our different options here, but, and you know, we were considering maybe the Dodgers uh, alternate run line mm. here, the minus one and a half or the regular one, minus one and a half. Uh, but then also there are options of, we'll get to in a second, Tampa Bay. We've seen a big line move toward Tampa Bay with McClanahan on the bump. I was also intrigued by Toronto. There's a big move toward the Jays. There's some issues here uh, firing the manager. You know, usually in football, you fire your coach, Pritch. You know this. You play great that day. Right. Uh, but I, what we settled on, Pritch, what I'm pretty confident in is the Houston Astros alternate run line. So, uh, again, thinking of what Scott did at a bigger payout here, the Astros are on the road at the Los Angeles Angels. Obviously, it's Otani day. So, mm -hmm. a little little nervous here going up against Otani. <laughs> a lot nervous going up against <laughs> Otani. <laughs> a lot nervous. Maybe he's up one nothing in the seventh and the bullpen blows it for us, Pritch. But my angle here is, number one, I like the Astros on the regular money line. You know, the Angels open in this game with Otani around a minus 130 favorite. They're down to minus 115, yeah. even minus 110 at some shops. The line is going toward Houston and really with the Angels as great as Otani is they're struggling right now they're just one and nine their last 10 Mike Trout left last game uh, last night with back spasms meanwhile Houston is 12 and 2 so I'm thinking if the Astros have sharp money to win the game let's be a grizzly here Pritch let's go Astros <laughs> minus one and a half reverse uh, or alternate run line whatever you want to call it at a plus 170 payout I'm a, we're on tonight, the Astros, to win by two or more, Pritch. Yes, we are, you know. Uh, so you tell me there's a chance. I mean, there could be a chance. <laughs> there's some factors to consider. Now, Otani's been lights out uh, the last five games, well-documented about how well he's been pitching. He's averaging over 100 pitches per game in those last five games too, Josh. So uh, hopefully the Astros can get to him uh, early <laughs> if, if that can happen. Uh, but also you have this all-star break dynamic that I don't know if it's weighing on his mind or not, you know, whether he's going to start or whether he's DH. I mean, he's voted all-star, both positions, DH, and, and certainly you're think, looking at the situation from a pitching standpoint. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe that could help us a little bit. Uh, Houston, uh, we know that they can get to Otani, even though last time out against Houston, uh, he threw a, a nice ball game, uh, went through six uh, innings there, Josh, 12 strikeouts. Uh, last time out there against Houston, too. So, I don't know. A losing streak here, though. And we know about the Angels being streaky. But I'm all aboard because the strategy uh, that from fifth place, how are we going to try to get to that first place position in the pentathlon? 
Yeah, I think these are the things you got to think about. You know, oftentimes if you're like in a pick 'em challenge or, you know, your survivor, you have to think about, hey, I want to win a bet to right. keep me in the contest. But if we want to win the actual contest, you know, if we become, if we finish in third or fifth or last here, Pritch, the whole point is that you didn't, you lost. You know, what is it, Ricky Bobby? You ain't first or last. <laughs> so we're trying to win this thing. We need to pick a big plus money payout. And to me, the fact that number one, the line is going to Houston. So just take it from a line movement standpoint. You know, slight, pretty much if you look at our Visa.com bet splits, I think it's 50. 50-50 right down the middle. Right. Technically, I think it's like 52% on Houston, but the Astros are taking in 66% of the money. So we've seen just the regular money line fall toward Houston. They've been playing very well. Otani, you're always going to get that Otani tax pitch, like you know the Raiders in Vegas or obviously the Golden Knights in Vegas. Just because he's Otani, some of these lines are going to be a bit inflated, but it's not like it opened Otani short favorite and became right. more of a favorite. It opened Otani short favorite, and now it's you know trending almost down to a pick'em type number. So can we win by two? That is the goal here, Pritch. But I was thinking, hey, we got to get a big plus money payout if we're going to catch the odds on crew. My most confident play, and I'm glad I'm glad I, I took you to the dark side here, Pritch. Let's go Astros, and I am gonna I'll I'll buy you drinks because if you you were talking about the uh, the Dodgers reverse uh, run line there, mm -hmm. if they win and Astros lose, Pritch, that's on me. So don't worry, uh, the next Mickey D's run will be on me. Well, you got Gonsolin. I mean, he's up against it too because Wainwright at home has been lights out. If you factor that in, the Cardinals more confident too uh, with their lineup. But we got Javier uh, to to uh, kind of root for there with the Astros. What do you think? Yeah, Javier's been really good. Yeah. You know, his numbers on the year have been good. And remember, he was part of that combined no-hitter in Yankee Stadium. Mm -hmm. So he went into Yankee Stadium. I think he went like seven innings, like 11, uh, 11 strikeouts. The guy's been pretty good overall. If you also look at uh, the Angels in this spot uh, against Houston, Houston's eight and three head-to-head. Right. -head. So they've kind of had their number. I don't love the fact, you don't you know, Jordan Alvarez has been banged up a little bit here and will we'll mi uh, miss this game most likely. But again, Trout leaving the lineup last night, at least Trout's out of it. So yeah. uh, Pritch, let's do our, uh, you know, whatever we can do in terms of rubbing the rabbit's foot or, you know, putting everything <laughs> together, all of our superstitions. Right. We need Houston to come up bigly here, just like Scott uh, Seidenberg's Mets came up bigly yeah. today. All right. Let's get to some best plays here, Josh. Um, again, the Market Insights podcast, you can catch each and every day, uh, and you dive in uh, and let people know what you're looking at when you're making these plays here. So uh, let's get to the Red Sox and the Rays. It's been an interesting series uh, developing between the Red Sox and Rays. Yeah, it really has been. And by the way, John Henry just spoke to the media today and he made a comment. I, I want to throw this at Adam Burke, but he's talking about, will you make any additions at the deadline? He's saying, okay, we'll get Lavaldi back, Jamie, maybe James Paxton. But he was saying, uh, no one really knows the cost of the analytics crew and how much I have to pay my nerds who do all the numbers <laughs> behind the scenes. And I just was like, oh my God, that is like, you're complaining about having to pay your staff. So I don't, I wouldn't expect many big moves from the Sox here. But I like the Rays in this spot um, here, Pritch. You know, they open around minus 160. They're up to minus 180. Right off the bat, big line move here in favor of McClanahan, who right now is plus 250 to win the Cy Young. Winkowski's on the bump for the Red Sox. He started off okay. Uh, he struggled a little bit. His ERA is up around uh, almost like four and a half now at this point. Tampa has had the Red Sox number. They're six and two here against the Red Sox. No Trevor Story. He got hit in the hand last night. He's yeah. not in the lineup tonight. And also a big a correlative betting. Big favorite becoming a bigger favorite with a very low total. This one is seven, really juiced up minus 115. So I was considering maybe the Rays as an option for our, our run line play here, Pritch. You know, it's minus one and a half. I think it's you're you're getting like only plus one fifteen, though. So uh, again, being a being a grizzly, deferring <laughs> to the, the Astros run line, better payout. But I like the regular money line on the race tonight. I'm on the race. Are on minus 180. Okay, you're also looking at the Padres and the Rockies, another interesting uh, developing series right there. I mean, the Rockies are out of it. We know that. Cools uh, going, Musgrove going for the Padres. What'd you see? 
Yeah, we identified yesterday Colorado Pritch as yeah. an option for a dog play. You know, we can't complain. We got the raise there. But I'm going to go the other way with San Diego. I'm a big fan of Joe Musgrove. His numbers mm -hmm. have been great. His analytics have been great. 8-2, and 2.09 ERA. This game opens San Diego around a minus 150 favorite. They're all the way up to minus 165, minus 170. And I always like it when in the overnight line, in the morning line, they get hit in one direction. And then it continues to grow throughout the day. Remember the Atlanta Braves yesterday, Pritch? It was like, can you really bet a minus 200? Because they open minus 145. But oftentimes when you see a team get hit, 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 and there's no let up, that's a good signal that even though the price is getting worse, you know, Sharps are still saying there's value there. So the Padres have been getting hit from the start here. Uh, they've been in this road favorite spot 60% overall. And again, going up against Chad Cool, who has won his first two July starts, but it has an ERA of like 8.1. So he's got run support, but hasn't pitched very great. I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take the Padres in this one, Pritch. 78% bets, public play, don't love that, but 92% of the money. That seems like a pro and Joe combined match there on San Diego. Okay, Charlie uh, Montoya gets uh, released, if you will. Uh, <laughs> but you're gonna dabble in this game, Toronto and the Phillies. Uh, Toronto at home minus 114 here at the South Point. Eight's the total. Yeah, I'm going to go Toronto in this one. You know, you fire your coach, yeah. your manager, maybe you get a boost out of that, but really it's the line move. You know, this game opened Wheeler against Stripling, a, sh a slight favorite Phillies. Phillies were like minus 110, minus 115. Now it's completely flipped dog to favorite Blue Jays minus 115. So uh, I'm going to take Toronto here, better bats. Uh, and again, four Phillies are out here because of COVID. No rail, Muto, or Bohm. Give me the Jays, but more importantly, Pritch, let's go Astros by two or more tonight. Oh, let's go. I mean, I, I think uh, stay tuned for other shows because we'll see how that pl plays out. But uh, we might be going up head-to-head -head against uh, other shows. So uh, that's why I love the Pentathlon. Excellent, excellent job, Josh. Uh, stay tuned for the Edgeder at the NBA Summer League. Uh, that's coming up next right here on VCND Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote tired of restless nights at Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. 
For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.